Scripture scholar William Barclay said that today's gospel reading consists of three, here I quote him, definite and disconnected sections, indicating that Jesus probably said these three things on three different occasions, but St. Luke decided to put them together in chapter 17 of his gospel. I don't necessarily agree with that because I see a thread, a logical thread, that runs through all three of these sayings. First of all, Jesus warns us here about leading other people into sin, especially the young and the vulnerable. This is something, unfortunately, that's really become a problem in our generation. Just think of the lies, the poisonous lies that all too many young people are taught in public schools these days, and even sometimes, I dare say, in Catholic schools. Abortion is a choice. Marriage can be between two members of the same sex. If you're born a man, you can become a woman and vice versa. There's no such thing as objective truth. There's only your truth and my truth, etc., etc. Many times the teachers of these lies are Catholics or professed Christians of some other denomination, some Protestant denomination. These people are fashioning for themselves what I would call a millstone necktie based on what Jesus says in this text. So Jesus is telling us in the first verses of this reading that we need to be conscious of what we teach people, especially members of our families, by our words and by our actions. We all do teach. We're all teachers in this sense. Whether we're conscious of it or not, we teach by our example. And one of the most important lessons that we teach concerns forgiveness, which is where the second section of this reading comes into play. Jesus basically tells us here that we need to forgive others as often as is necessary. If your brother wrongs you seven times in one day and returns to you seven times saying, I am sorry, you should forgive him. If we refuse to forgive, or even to try to forgive, that will give a message, a toxic message, to people in our lives that we're teaching, our children, our close friends, our co-workers. It will say to them that unforgiveness is a good thing. That unforgiveness is healthy. That unforgiveness is acceptable behavior in the eyes of God. But of course it's not. Which brings us to the last section of this text where Jesus talks about the power of faith. The only way to be a good teacher and role model of the gospel when it comes to forgiveness or any other issue is to have a strong faith. Jesus indicates here that faith has the power to bring us blessings that we would not otherwise experience and the power to overcome obstacles that we would not be able to overcome without faith. I'm sure most of us, if not all of us here, have experienced that power in our personal lives already many times, and for that we should thank God every day. And then we should follow the example of the apostles here and ask Jesus to increase our faith, which should be the primary reason we come to Mass anyway, to have our faith strengthened so that we will always and everywhere lead other people to virtue and never into sin so that we can be faithful to Jesus even when it's difficult, like those times when we need to forgive other people who have hurt us deeply. May God grant us that special and important grace today at this Mass, especially through the Eucharist we will receive in just a few moments.